Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. And, hello King. Hello, how are you? I'm alright mate, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, thank you for asking. Another week? Yeah, another week <laughs> in the books. About <sighs> halfway now, aren't we? So we are officially halfway. Officially halfway, okay. Officially halfway. Totes. Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. so, what we're going to try and do this week King, mm-hmm. as well as recapping, obviously... All of last week's games. Yep. Is we're going to try and do as quick as possible because we'd also like to do some half year awards. Okay. If that's all right with you. Yeah. Hand out some unofficial awards, you know, no monetary value to them. Okay. Just, you know, our respect. You need to explain what awards we're doing later then. I will. So I know what we're doing. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in just so, that, so the listener knows in advance. Yep. We're going to try and be as quick as possible. Let's do it. While giving respect to all the games. Yeah, I'll, that deserve I'll respect. rattle through those games for you. Well, I might not. So we'll see how wow. we go. Um, what we always do is start with Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And today is no exception. Well, I'm glad that's the case. <laughs> so let's go then to uh, East Rutherford. Let's. New York Jets against the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. And the Jets controlled that line of scrimmage this week, King. Both sides of the ball in a 34-21 win. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a shocker, really, wasn't it? It was a bit, yeah. Matt Forte ran for two touchdowns. Four days after complaining the Jets didn't run the ball enough. And overwhelming defence sacked Tyrod Taylor seven times. Mm-hmm. New York rushed for 194 yards overall. So, they definitely started pounding the rock. Yeah, they have indeed. And a nice balance between Powell and Forte as well. Yeah, p- Power and Forte. Yeah. Oh, Powell. You're not Powell. Power. I thought you meant power. No, no, <laughs> Like, Powell. he was weak. <laughs> power and Forte combined for 150-odd yards for a Bilal, Powell. So, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Mm. Yeah. And also, second-year linebacker Jordan Jenkins had two of the Jets' sacks. Demario Davis, Darren Lee, Mo Wilkerson, and Coney Lee all got one each. There you go. New guy, and Darren Lee's a second-year linebacker as well. Yeah, he is. He is. So, yeah. Pretty bit, good. Yeah, a bit of a mess for the Bills, really. Defensive penalties as well. Um, yeah, no, it was a impressive performance, as you say, both sides of the ball from from the Jets' standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Tyrod Taylor was under constant pressure throughout the game, which is which is really positive. Yeah, um, for the Jets, Jets, from a Jets' perspective, <laughs> not yeah, for the Bills. no, not for the Bills, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exciting, exciting game, um, and that's kind of what the Jets' football. When I remember them being successful, it was running the ball and and just mm-hmm. having an obscenely strong defensive line so if yeah. they can get back to that I'm sure their fans will be super excited so. yeah 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 just want to shout a couple of stats in the game quickly just a couple of players that, that really stood out Robbie Anderson again four catches 48 yards and a touchdown yep. some beautiful catches yep. uh, Deontay Thompson seven catches for 81 yards and a touchdown Zay Jones the rookie six catches 53 yards and a touchdown but the real story was that Sean McCoy was held to just 25 yards in that game and yeah. that's really what stopped the Bills from winning this game. Yeah, it is. And they, they've got youth as well in that linebacking core. You mentioned, or we've both mentioned, sort of two two second-year linebackers mm-hmm. to go with the likes of Wilkerson, who's just a giant up front. Yeah. Um, so it's impressive that despite losing a, a sort of top 100, a guy that's been in the top 100 and been a pro bowler in Richardson at the start of the season, that they're still managing to... To be dynamic up front, so that's yeah, good signs, good signs for the for the Jets and and sort of some nice youth on that on that defense as well. So yeah, Jamal Adams as well is is fantastic. What mm. still he's uh, he's already looking like. Let's move on then. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, let's where let's go to Jacksonville against Cincinnati, where Jaden Mickens delivered the knockout blow 
by returning a punt 63 yards for a touchdown in the fourth quarter, helping the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Cincinnati Bengals, beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-7. to The Jags won consecutive games for the first time in 13 months, King, and were victorious at Everbank Field for the first time since last December. Yeah. So, thankfully for the home fans, they finally saw a win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Cincinnati finished with just 148 yards total, 59 on the second quarter um, pass from Andy Dalton to Tyler Croft as well. So that hopefully puts in perspective just how anemic the uh, Bengals' offense was. Yeah, it was terrible. But of course, with this game, we need to talk about the fight that happened between Jalen Ramsey and AJ Green. Yep. That was, I think, late in the first half. Yep. Thoughts on that one then, King? Well, the the thoughts are, it's just really stupid from AJ Green's perspective. Mm -hmm. He probably would have got 15 yards because of the shove. Oh, yeah. But then he retaliates and gets himself ejected. Well, they both got ejected. Yeah, but that's a. You've mentioned how poor the Bengals' offense was following that ejection. <laughs> yeah, he might be the only talented or like real elite talented player they've got on that offense. With Eifert not in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're stacked. The Jags are stacked on defense. Mm-hmm. So actually, Ramsey, despite being their best cornerback and one of the best corners in the league, yeah, they still got put people to come in and fill that gap. Well, yeah, you've got and AJ you've Boye got, on um, the other side, yeah. and if you've taken out the the biggest threat for the Bengals anyway, then yeah. you've kind of nullified the loss anyway. Absolutely. So I just thought it's really stupid from AJ Green's perspective. Most stupid was trying to punch someone in the helmet when you're a wide receiver, and the one thing you need is your hands to not be injured. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe someone should tell AJ Green that you can't really affect someone by punching their helmet. No, uh, tell him to phone Brian Cushing and see how his head felt after he headbutted <laughs> the guy with the helmet. <laughs> The other big news happened before this game, didn't it? Because Leonard Fournette, yes. despite blitzing this league, yeah. wasn't eligible to play because Doug Marone suspended him for one game. He's back going to play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Because, well, they're not actually told us why. There are rumours that obviously he didn't turn up to a medical or a training session or oh, yeah, a photo opportunity just... with the team. Yeah. Um, maybe one, maybe all of them are true. Maybe none of them are true. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason... Um, that didn't happen. Do you think Marone was right to not start and potentially not win another game at home? As I said, they haven't won for over a year in Everbank. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think he is. If if a player's not turning up to things that are mandatory, then absolutely you need to discipline them. I think it looked a bit scary early doors because I think TJ Yeldon popped up a fumble in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, never um, helps. So that was uh, that was sort of like you then start to rethink, reassess your. Uh, disciplinarian ta- or dis- I don't know your <laughs> tactics. disciplinary tactics yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so but you know it all worked out quite well it's so, a bold move isn't it because I mean Fournette leads the team with 596 yards rushing and 7 touchdowns mm-hmm. so to leave him out in the game that we said before was kind of these both teams are trying to establish some sort of rhythm yeah um, and he's in my fantasy team so I wasn't happy about that yeah yeah, super so. disappointing. <laughs> yeah, um, but hopefully he has. He does seem to have responded quite well to it. A bit like Martavis, that uh, he seems to have understood the suspension and was even joking about it on Twitter. Yeah, I think he reacted better than Martavis, who immediately asked for a trade and then <laughs> when he, the trade deadline went and came and went, he uh, he decided that actually he wanted to play ball. So um, <laughs> Fournette, I think Fournette, I think's dealt with it quite well, given he is he is already the star of that offense yeah um yeah just quite interesting hmm. good, good i think that's good coaching frankly 
Yeah, I just want to quickly shout out some other stats then before we move on. Do it. Marquise Lee, the Albano Tiger. Mm-hmm. Eight catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. Chris Ivory, 104 combined yards. And Blake Bortles, 259 yards, one touchdown, and zero interceptions, King. That is not a Bortles stat line. No, it isn't. No. Zero interceptions. Zero interceptions is rare for young Blake, but... Mm. Um, yeah, he was uh, one thing I did observe while watching the game was that he is getting rescued by some fantastic catches from his receivers. So, oh yeah, um, you know, not to bash the guy, but he is uh, <laughs> it is slightly distorted in my opinion. But nevertheless, good for him to um, to not turn the ball over. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. Congratulations, mm-hmm. and congratulations to the Jags who uh, keep marching on. Indeed, yeah, they're playing very well. Excellent. Let's go on then to Philadelphia. Talking about quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. This one's in another level. But Carson Wentz just tossed four more touchdowns like it was nothing. Undrafted free agent running back Corey Clement had three scores himself. And the Philadelphia Eagles routed the Denver Broncos 51-23. to The Eagles dismantled the league's top-ranked defense. Apparently that's right. Mm. Racking up 419 yards to win their seventh straight game and heading to a bye week with the best record in the league. Yeah, playing very well. Now, we've talked about Wentz. Mm-hmm. So there's no point talking about him right now. Okay. Let's talk about his opposite number. Yep. In every respect possible. <laughs> Brock the Rock Osweiler. Yep. 19 of 38 throws for 208 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He had an overall rating of 53.4. Wentz had an overall rating of 118.7. Mm-hmm. Brock Osweiler. I sense there's a question coming up. Well, I'm not sure what to ask, really, that we don't already know. But um, no, well, he did this the whole the whole of last year with the Texans, where he was throwing twice as many interceptions as he was touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, it's that simple. And he threw one. It took him less than a quarter to throw his first interception back <laughs> being a starting quarterback. Yeah, it's outrageous. He um, gets flustered in the pocket. He doesn't look after the football. He throws it up when he's under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's going to take a hit anyway, just to either take the sack on the chin or at least throw it out of bounds. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's just not a smart footballer, unfortunately. No, and it's uh, it's pretty desperate now in Denver. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I spoke to my uh, Denver insider, Denver Dave, who uh, went <laughs> up against you this week on the picks. Stop putting <laughs> names, team names in front of... I will never stop putting team names in front of people. Um so, because obviously he's the one that listens to all the podcasts and uh, finds out the pulse of the Denver fan. Okay. So I asked him what's happening now after that performance. Are they mm-hmm. still calling him the Rock? And uh, apparently they're just wanting uh, to give Paxton Lynch a chance. Lynch a chance um, as soon as he's healthy. They think he's almost there. There was an interview with uh, Vance Joseph mm-hmm. after the game, and they're asking why aren't you just starting Lynch? Yeah. And he said that he's almost physically ready and almost mentally ready. Oh. Then that's a backtrack on the mentally going, oh, I didn't mean that he's not football IQ ready. I just meant like to be in that frame of mind that you can walk on the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you convinced everyone there, Vance. Yeah, well, he's a first round pick, so he better be bloody ready. Yeah, (laughs) he's not ready. No, 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 no. He's not ready. No, no. So now I think they're talking about Josh Rosen already for next year. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rosen's a good player. Well, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out in the next draft. Yeah. And they've and I was talking to Dave about it earlier, <laughs> really, because they've got a lot of draft picks coming out next year as well. They've got 
two fourth rounders, two fifth rounders, two sixth rounders. That's not enough to get you up I to think the top got of the first third round. rounders as well because there's going to be another con- compensatory pick, and they think it's going to be a third round. Okay, but there's other teams. There's other teams. You're going to have to move up. There's, you look at the likes of the Bills or the Browns yeah. or even the um, 49ers now, where yeah. they they've still got three or four picks in the top three rounds. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really tough to beat them if they want to trade up and and get one of those quarterbacks. Because a couple of them to, are sliding, to, to be though, fair. A couple, couple of them are sliding. Josh Allen, who from Wyoming, I was, I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of hasn't had the most fantastic career, although he is playing at a, a not sort of one of the top-tier colleges. Um, obviously, Darnold at SC is playing well, but I think he would... I think he'd benefit staying one more season. Um, but you, with the amount of teams that are so desperate, he might just uh, declare himself. Yeah, potentially. But we could, you know, we could have a... a Kaiser situation where he slips the second round. So actually, financially, is it better for him to stay when there's a lesser class and get become a higher draft pick? Mm. I don't know. But, That's up to him. Yeah, but there's uh, yeah, there's a few quarterbacks. But they they need to see Lynch first. They've invested a first round pick in this yeah. guy. Yeah. So if you're not gonna if you're not gonna give him the opportunity, what a waste of a first round pick. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Let's just uh, quickly rattle through some other things on the game then, King. So. First of all, Demarius Thomas. He finally caught his first touchdown pass of the season. A one-yard grab in the fourth quarter. So, <laughs> meant nothing by then. Yeah, garbage time. Uh, and also, Jay Ajayi. His first game for the Eagles. Eight runs for 77 yards and a touchdown. Yes, indeed. So, that well, was good. Good touchdown as well, it was. Yeah. Combining with Clement, who had 66 combined yards and three touchdowns, and the Garrett Blunt, the Philadelphia Eagles rushed for 197 yards. Yeah, dangerous. Dangerous. Against that Denver defense. Then... Uh, well, yeah. If you've got to pick your poison with with the yeah. Eagles at the moment, they've got the the most on fire quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. um, and also one of the more formidable run, rushing attacks as well. So it's um, that's frightening the amount of points they're putting up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that means that Denver have lost four in a row and five of the last six games. Yeah, so they're on the old downward slide, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> Bottom of the West. Mm. Let's move on. Let's to New Orleans Mm -hmm. the Saints extended their winning uh, streak to 6 when Drew Brees completed 81.2% of his passes King okay 263 yards and 2 touchdowns in a 30-10 victory over a reeling Tampa Bay okay reeling Mm. New Orleans defence limited the Bucks standout receiving tandem of Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson to 3 catches for 38 yards and Saints rookie cornerback Marshall Lattimore blanketed Evans much, much of the game the New Orleans also got a pressure in the backfield, finishing with four sacks. Cameron Jordan had one and a half sacks on his own. Yeah. He's a weird guy. But yeah. <laughs> you do know about that. So, of course, we've got to talk about the fight. I was <laughs> going to say, here week. we go, and have a scrappy scrap. Yeah, and That fight happened in the third quarter, King, just for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was really weird, because it was another play where, well, it was just after a third down, it's going to a punt situation. Mm-hmm. Winston already out of the game with a shoulder injury. Yep. Decides to poke Marshall Lattimore in the back of the helmet. Again, hitting the helmet. Yep. So Marshall Lattimore turns around and pushes Jameis Winston, and then Mike Evans sucker punches him, well, sucker pushes him in the back to knock him over. Um, and then everything else went crazy after that. Yeah. But uh, they they didn't actually eject Mike Evans for this egregious move. Okay. But I think they're suspending him for, yeah, they've suspended him for a game since that time. So I don't understand how they didn't just eject him straight away. You can't get more blatant of a no. I don't think they meant to. Than that. I don't think they meant to use the replays though. 
So you have to make a decision yeah, there and then. You must have seen him do it. Oh, yeah, he absolutely drilled him. Yeah. Absolutely drilled him. I, I don't mind that from Evans, though. Back your quarterback up. I don't, he's Winston. His quarterback started. Yeah, it. but Winston provoked it. <laughs> but once he gets to that point, I don't really have an issue with Evans. Although, if I, what I would be frustrated by if I was their coaches is go and ask one of the bad players to do it. Yeah, don't get Mike your Evans. don't get your standout superstar receiver suspended. <laughs> Just go and grab someone else. Like uh, even Doug Martin, who's a really good running back. Yeah, he's been out four games. They were doing all right. To be, well, they were doing rubbish. They've <laughs> yeah. done rubbish all season. So <laughs> go and don't just don't let it be your superstar that gets themselves spent, suspended. They've been the Jags of this season, haven't they? They have been. One that flattered to deceive preseason, and then mm. it's been awful. This the old season. hard knocks hangover. Yeah, this has been a terrible season for the Bucks. Yes, not been good. I just want to uh, end on one quick one for that. Then okay. a, a nice positive note, and that's Alvin Kamara, your boy, finished with 172 combined yards and two touchdowns. Yep. That's why I pick him up early. Pick up these rookies early. That's what I do. That's what I do because I've also got Evan Ingram. I've also got Anderson for the Jets, who's an 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 unheard of guy. I see some glimpses. I put him in a fantasy team. So if you want some tips, guys, please give me a shout. Yeah, if you want a four and four record, then speak to the king. Well, is it? Is it? Is it? Though five and four now. Oh yeah, five and four. Yeah, four in a row though, mate. If you want to go for an eight and one record, speak to me. No, mate, I was I was ten and zero <laughs> last season. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I remember you having a slide after that ten win start. Who cares? Won the league, mate. <laughs> auto draft. I've had to repair Let's, it since oh, then. It's been outrageous. Auto draft again. That was only you to blame on that one. Yeah, I was on a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then be on the train. Make other arrangements. Nah. You must be available on the draft night. No. Nah. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yep. I'm gonna go to Houston. Oh, talk about the wheels falling off. Where T.Y. Hitwin had 175 yards receiving with two touchdowns yep. to help the Indianapolis Colts halt a three-game skid with a 20-14 win over a Houston team that has struggled mm-hmm. in capital letters mm-hmm. without Deshaun Watson. For sure. Hilton has 1,117 yards receiving and nine touchdowns in 11 games against Houston. So he's no stranger to that end zone. No, he's uh, done amazingly well against them. Uh, Houston got a touchdown on the fumble return in the second quarter, but the offense didn't score until the 34-yard reception by DeAndre Hopkins with about uh, eight minutes left with the fourth quarter that made it 20-14. to And it was the first touchdown pass for Tom Savage, so congratulations, Tom. They did get to... I'm not making this up, or did they get to within about two seconds where they got themselves down to the end zone and then couldn't yeah, yeah, punch yeah. it in? Yeah, it was close in the end, but really... No, they were dominating. <laughs> they were Their defense was fantastic, though. They... He looked, const- again, constantly under pressure was Brissett. I know he's got a tendency yep. to hold the ball a little bit too long, but he was just getting blasted left, right and centre. Um, and obviously that's even with JJ Watt out. But yeah, it's, I'm, do you know what? I'd be so disappointed if I was a Texans fan because they are one of the more exciting teams. Well, Look yeah. like they're on the up and then all of a sudden you have to revert back to Tom Savage. <laughs> he managed half a game at the yeah. start of the season. Um, yeah. Even more frustrating than previous years when they knew they didn't have a franchise quarterback when it was between Mallet and Hoyer. Whereas now (laughs) you can see you've got one. What a sandwich. You're on an absolute roll. And uh, yeah, and all of a sudden you're back to square one again. Yeah, Savage finished 19 of 44 for 219 yards. Oh, horrid. The other bad news for Houston was that Houston tight end Ryan Griffin sustained a concussion in the third quarter. That's his second concussion this season. That's not good. No. That's not good. We don't want head injuries for anyone. No. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. We are not hanging about. Nope. Carolina. Cam Newton ran for 86 yards and a touchdown 
and the Carolina Panthers stormed back from an early 10-point deficit and then held on to beat the Atlanta Falcons 20-17 on Sunday in a key NFC South matchup. Christian McCaffrey scored his first rushing touchdown of his career on a pitch from Newton to cut Atlanta's lead to 10-7. But uh, Mike Adams intercepted Ryan and returned it 49 yards to set up Newton's 9-yard touchdown run himself. Mm-hmm. With six catches for 118 yards, Julio Jones became the first receiver to surpass 100 yards receiving against the Panthers this season. But he did also drop a stonewall touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just looking at the, the score, point. that made a big difference. Yes. So, a Falcon safety, Cannon Neal had a nice first quarter. He forced Stewart's, uh, Jonathan Stewart into two fumbles, and they recovered one of them. It marked the first time Stewart has lost two fumbles and fumbled twice in the same game since coming into the NFL as a first round draft pick. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Last bit is the win keeps the Panthers uh, six and three, a half game behind the Saints at the top of the NFC South. Yeah, Saints might have the most dangerous offense though, besides the Eagles at the moment. So uh, it's going to be tough for the Panthers to stay in touch in the, the NFC. Distance. Yeah, yeah. In the league, NFC mm. <laughs> league though. But, I'm, I'm thinking of another team. But but in the AFC, but, that's, uh... but still, but still league though. Um, yes, it's an A league. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. McCaffrey's been fantastic. He's quietly gone about his business. Mm. He leads the team in receiving. Yes. And now he's got a rushing touchdown. Now he's got a rushing touchdown. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's important for a running back to get rushing touchdowns every now and again. <laughs> I can't tell if that was sarcastic or not. But <laughs> I hope it was. Um, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a decent game. Decent game. Not a massively not, the not massively offensive. It wasn't particularly exciting, but it was a it was a competitive game throughout. Mm. And a good win then for the the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's as I always say, it's a sign of a good team if you can sneak out these close close victories. You said that about the Falcons <laughs> a uh, couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I did. And it's not. It's yeah, sign of a regre- regressing team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they rode that. They just stumbled into that, that loss. Really, uh, let's talk about stumbling uh, in the Giants against the LA Rams. Okay, Jared Goff set career highs with four touchdown throws and three hundred eleven yards passing. Todd Gurley ran for two more scores and the surprising Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. made one big play after another in beating the defenceless New York Giants 51-17. to <laughs> The win was the fifth in six games for the Rams whose 6-2 and two start is the franchise's best since 2001 when the club went 14-2. and two. Yeah, it's pretty... They're doing very well. The Super Bowl and uh, I won't make any more comments about what happened at that Super Bowl. No. Uh... Yeah, the play that really killed the Giants, though, was the 40, the 52-yarder to Robert Woods on the third and 33 screenplay. Yep. When the receiver was barely touched, it turned a 10-7 and lead into a 10-point advantage, and New York never looked the same in seeing a seven-game winning streak against the Rams' end. Yeah, so they're, they're not... Finally broke that one as well for the Rams. Yeah, they're not playing very well um, defensively, the Giants. One one thing that no. we could hold our hat on the last couple of seasons is, is sort of the breakout star in Landon Collins. Yeah, we saw him. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Kill the Rams in yeah. Twickenham. And Janaris Jenkins has been fantastic uh, up to this point, but he's... Uh, he was suspended for this game. He is suspended, that's what I was going to say. So that's a big loss for them, but um, yeah, even Collins is, it seems to have regressed this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, and the Rams are on the up, so perfect time oh, for the yeah, two teams the to up. play. They're playing brilliantly. brilliantly. And um, shout out to Jared Goff. I think he only made 22 passing attempts, but... To get over 300 yards based on that is... Uh, and four touchdowns. Is inc- yeah. yeah, he's really impressive. So, uh, yeah, good I for I want them. to talk about the other... Uh, we haven't really talked about Sean McVay, but we will in a future one, I think, because mm-hmm. they're they're going far, I think, this year. Yep. 
Let's talk about someone who's not going very far, and that's Ben McAdoo. Yes. Head coach for the Giants. I don't, did you hear his um, post-game interview? I didn't, no. I'm going to lead by example. Keep playing, keep fighting, keep coaching. What you say to them at halftime? Um... That was it. He he couldn't either. He couldn't answer, or that is what he said to them after. Or he didn't say anything to them after time. Um, wow. I yes. want to say that's like a real sort of like non-committal answer that the likes of these iconic coaches like Belichick and Popovich would say, but it's, <laughs> it's not. Ben McAdoo. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, there just seems to be a complete lack of anything going on there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. They're yeah. in, Without Beckham, which obviously is one of the most talented players, mm-hmm. probably in my opinion, probably the most dynamic offensive weapon in the game. Yeah. Um, without him, they're just not frightening um, defenses. No. Who are just loading the box, stopping the run, and and also rushing Eli Manning, who looks like he's forgotten how to pick up blitzes. So. <laughs> so um, maybe he never knew. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe not let's move on because mm-hmm. that's just too depressing mm-hmm. uh, let's go uh, this should be a quick one Baltimore against Tennessee yep Marcus Mariota threw for 218 yards and two touchdowns and the Tennessee Titans beat the Baltimore Ravens 23-20 to on Sunday in their third straight victory yep and Derek Henry he ran for a one yard touchdown safety uh, Kevin Byard also intercepted two passes giving that second year pro five picks over his last two games yeah, it's ridiculous. I think it's seven in the last six games or something as well. Yeah, he's, he's been amazing. Yeah, he's been great for them. Titans also sacked Joe Flacco twice and scored 13 points off Bayard's first interception and shanked punt to stay atop the AFC South. Yeah. So very close division, that uh, AFC South. Super close. Super Titans close. Titans are squeaking them out and that was a good win against uh, Ravens team that are up and down, but, you know. Defensively, playing, they've got the most takeaways in the whole league. Do you know that? Yeah. No one would think it. But no, the Ravens have the most turnovers in the league. So they yeah, are... Convert them into field goals for Justin Tucker. That's it, yeah. He's yeah, he's very loving life. He's a rock star. Um, yeah, uh, tough game for the Titans, but yeah, they uh, made plays when they needed to. So it was a, mm. an impressive win, I think, for them. Yeah, yeah, it certainly helps them. And me, so <laughs> as, a, as a Steelers fan. So let's move on. Uh, Sam Fran, Santa Clara, Adrian Peterson... The old man, he carried a career-high 37 times for 159 yards. And Drew Stanton, Drew Stanton, he threw two touchdown passes to lead the Arizona Cardinals to a 20-10 victory over the winless 49ers in Santa Clara. Peterson's 32. And this is his third game now for the Cards. But uh, it's only getting better for him, isn't it, really? Well, it started off very well and then got worse. And now it's better. So I don't know if he's on an upward trend. Well, it's... <laughs> as of this week it's some up, people but... call that a blip <laughs> yeah well, maybe um, yeah no good for them I actually thought the, the Niners would win that game me too but they didn't and that's about all I'm going to say about it they certainly didn't <laughs> CJ Bethard got battered once again behind the patchwork line missing injured left tackle Joe Staley Bethard went 24 of 51 for 294 yards and interception also ran for a touchdown though which is pretty brave mm. Uh he was sacked five times and hit 16 times overall but still managed to stay in the game and not force the 49ers to use Jimmy Garoppolo but you kind of hope it's only a matter of time before they at least try him out yeah for sure he's going to play this season because mm. they need to know whether they're going to re-sign him or not we've also got one more fight to talk about 
Okay. <laughs> That's uh, Arizona's Frosty Rucker and Harsom Reddick. And San Francisco's Carlos Hyde all were ejected for fighting in the fourth quarter. The teams got into a skirmish after former 49ers safety Antoine Bethea hit San Francisco for, for, uh, quarterback CJ Beathard late as he was sliding following a run. And the 49ers took exception to the hit and players from both start, teams started a brawl. Okay. So, yeah, we did get some ejections in that game as well. Okay. Whether anyone was still around to watch it or not. I mean, if players get ejected but no one's there to see it, did that actually happen? I don't think it did, mate. No. So they'll be all right. <laughs> Let's go on to Seattle then. Mm-hmm. Ooh, upset. Upset. Upset Seattle fans. Kirk Cousins drove Washington 70 yards in just 35 seconds, capped by Rob Kelly's one-yard touchdown run with less than a minute remaining, and the Redskins rallied late to stun the Seattle Seahawks 17-14 to mm-hmm. on Sunday evening. Seattle took a 14-10 lead with 1 minute 34 remaining after Russell Wilson found Doug Baldwin for a 30-yard touchdown pass after Seahawks had scuffled on offense all day but Cousins had the last laugh on this one. Um, really, it was. I think Seattle had loads of mistakes in this game. I think it was 16 penalties. Yep. Uh, Blair Walsh missed three first half field goals inside 50 yards. Um, he was 12 of 13 for the season but he missed from 44, 39 and 49 yards. Yeah, 49 maybe you let him off, but the rest yeah. of the other two he should be hitting. Also, Washington are minus six starters, including three on their offensive line. Yeah, Trent Williams is gone. Yeah. The, arguably the best left back, uh, left back, left, left, uh, tackle. left tackle in the league. Yeah. That that win makes the Wash, uh, the Redskins the first non-NFC West team to win in Seattle since week six of the 2015 season. Cool. Yeah, it was a good win for them. Mm. They put a lot of pressure on uh, on Wilson. He had to rush a lot more than he typically has. Yeah, plus those penalties were just killers. Mm-hmm. You can't give up that many penalties. and I know it's at home in the clink, but uh, Washington are a pretty decent team. They are. They are. And I've labelled injuries- them scrappy and I stick with my, st- my original assessment. Yeah. Um, also, Seattle were minus L. Thomas and Sheldon Richardson for that game. Yeah, that's a big loss. Mm. on sort of the front end and back end of your defence yeah but good news for John Gruden was it Jay no it's Jay Gruden Jay Gruden yeah thought I was right Jay Gruden I was just in pretty sure John's happy as well yeah John's always happy (laughs) Uh, let's do okay let's move on Mm -hmm. unless you've got anything to say about that game no no nothing man it was just a back and forth very good game actually to watch that was uh, super fun, especially when I was watching with a Seattle fan. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go on to Kansas City against the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Just because we can. Yep. I didn't think Ezekiel Elliott was playing this game, so I chose well, no the one, Chiefs. Well, no one did. No. You did pick the Chiefs. Mm. Wrong. Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> You should call him the cat the amount of lives he's got. Yeah, he's doing but, quite uh, well. He ran for the go-ahead touchdown on another reprieve from a six-game suspension. And the Dallas Cowboys overcame Tyreek Hill's improbable last play touchdown in the first half, beating the Kansas City Chiefs 28-17. to Terrence Williams, who we don't really talk about an awful lot, had a career-high nine catches for 141 yards. Cole Beasley, who's in that of concussion protocol, caught two touchdowns. And Elliott ended with 93 yards and one touchdown. Yeah, he's great. When he, <laughs> when, when when people know he's playing, it it completely changes that team. Yeah, having him there allows people like Williams, Des Bryant had a good game as well. Mm. Cole Beasley caught some touchdowns. 
he just completely changes their offense because he's one of the more talented running backs. In the, it went, you know, when he's fit and mentally right. There's been some criticism on that O line this season. Uh, they're not being quite as stout as they were last season. No, I think they're still one of the best in the league. The problem is they've established themselves as, as frankly, an iconic um, O line. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, there has been some difficulties there. But oh, you know, whether that's complacency or or other other teams sort of knowing what they're going to do, it's um, it's tough to say. But they seem to have established themselves over the last couple of couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and that's with teams knowing that Elliot's likely to have a suspension, and they're just going to rush, basically trying to burn him out. Yeah. While they while they can, so uh, that's pretty impressive from from that standpoint. And um, yeah, defensively, they're actually getting pressure. That's that's what they've always lacked. They've been a talented team on paper. They've just lacked pass rush since they lost to Marcus Ware. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, that's that's changed dramatically. Yeah. Excellent. Um, there's one other person that has uh, been very good in this game and frankly every other game this season yeah I think he's going to come up later Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. seven catches for 73 yards and a touchdown and a great celebration as well with the sack race yeah he always has good celebrations he does he's got some moves he has got some moves but finally had a bit of a group celebration so yeah yeah he's busted <laughs> out some dance moves which have been quite impressive to be fair let's go to Sunday night then King Let's do it. Miami. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr. He threw for 300 yards, and the Oakland Raiders overcame two fluky plays to beat the Miami Dolphins 27-24 to on Sunday night. The Dolphins recovered an onside kick and came up with a takeaway when Oakland fumbled twice on a single play, but failed to convert either opportunity into points, and Oakland also overcame 10 penalties for 105 yards, including three for unnecessary roughness in the second quarter. Carr's favourite target was Jared Cook on this one, a tight end. Yep. Who had eight catches for 126 yards. On the other side, Julius Thomas reappeared for 84 yards and a touchdown on six catches. Also, Marshall Lynch, finally back from another suspension, had 64 combined yards and two touchdowns. There we go. There we go. Yeah, he yep. um, Cook was had himself a game. There was yeah. one series in particular where I think he caught almost every pass the whole length of the field so that was quite you could say that Amari Cooper didn't have a game as a result of uh, yeah, absolutely. having the game absolutely when they uh, you know they, they fed him the rock last week and it was Cook's turn this week so mm. it's nice they've got those weapons uh, Lynch made a couple of moves looked like old Lynch briefly his longest touchdown run of the season mm-hmm. but, um, 24 yards or something it was just a, a more talented team being a less talented team that got a bit lucky yeah and Cutler was back yeah after his crack rib he didn't look that bad actually no. He didn't look that bad. Were you about to bash him? Have no. I cut you off? <laughs> you know, no more than needs bashing for Jay Cutler. No. He looked good for Jay Cutler. I'll leave it there. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't. About anything. Anyone's it. No. <laughs> yeah, well done, Oakland. Mm-hmm. It's not been a great season for you, considering what you were hoping, but uh, a win's a win is a win. Last one, then, was Monday night. Yep. And there we saw the Lions snap a three-game losing streak with a 30-17 to win over the offensively challenged Green Bay Packers. The, the Lions were 8-13 of 13 on third-down conversions, with Stafford burning the Packers with clutch throws, and the Packers were just 2-9 of nine on third downs and failed to convert both of their fourth-down chances. The first of two touchdown passes to Marvin Jones was the 200th touchdown pass in 117 career games for Matt Stafford, the sixth quickest in NFL history to reach the milestone. Stafford, who turns 30 in February, is also the fourth in NFL history for career touchdown passes before the age of 30. 
Can you name the quarterbacks that made it? No. Well, I would guess. Who <laughs> do you think? What, that made that? Before yeah. Before there were 30? Yeah, he's fourth in NFL history for career touchdown passes before the age of 30. Manning? Yes. Eli it... or Peyton? P- Peyton. <laughs> Peyton. I have to ask these things. No, I'm thinking of quarterbacks that started immediately. Rivers? No. Oh. How about a quarterback that never didn't play? Just kept Oh, Favre, yeah. Yeah, Brett Favre. Yeah, but he didn't start straight away. So no, he wouldn't... didn't start straight away, but he did, he did get there. Yeah. Oh. Who was the other one? Come on. One of the best. R- Rogers? No, no, I mean, go, go back in time a little bit. Oh, one of the best ever? Yeah. What, Montana? No. Wrong coast. Naismith? No. I don't know. Marino. Oh, Marino. Oh, of Dan course. Marino. What, an I- what an idiot. He led the team to the Super Bowl first his rookie year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should have known that. Sorry. That's, That's terrible. All right. That's right. I threw it on you. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, any thoughts on that game apart from the Packers aren't going to win the game with Brett Hundley throwing it? No, I, it, do you know what? He surprised me a bit and also frustrated me at the same time. <laughs> All right. Because he has some plays where he just flashes brilliance. I'm like, oh yeah, he's been trained behind Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I totally see that. But it wasn't so a was horrific... Seneca Wallace. Yeah, but it wasn't... Scott Tolzien. wasn't a horrific game. <laughs> wasn't a horrific game for, for Huntley. He didn't turn the ball over. 26 of 38 is not terrible for the ball. Mm-hmm. With regards to the accuracy, 245 yards. They're just, they've had to reduce the playbook, which up until maybe halfway through last season was condensed anyway, even with Rodgers in there, yeah. uh, which we were complaining about. So they've uh, they've reverted back to that. And unfortunately, they're not, you know, that, that playbook's not dynamic enough. It's It's not aggressive enough. It's, it's not varied enough, frankly, to win them games. So it's um it's gonna be real tough for the Packers because they've 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 not got the playmakers or the the guys that you, they that we know the likes of Clay Matthews. It's pretty much it, actually, frankly. Um, <laughs> his um is is aging, and and they've lost guys like Micah Hyde. Mm. They've lost um Julius uh, Julius Peppers as well. Yeah. Like guys that were synonymous with making plays within that defense have gone. Mm. Um so they're well, not Mike Daniels is pretty good on the line and they've got they've Pat got Clinton Dix is alright. Yeah, Dix is fine. Perry Mac- Perry pops up with sort of yeah. between five to ten sacks a season. Um but they're just they've not got those elite guys that can make a difference. Yeah. We should look at the Texans looked constantly in the game despite Savage playing. I had a chance to ask uh, our friend Packer Tim on Saturday, on Sunday about Of course Brett his name's Packer Tim, yeah. Yeah. And uh he said that it's a bit frustrating, really, because Hundley isn't the right body type. He thought that at least Matt Flynn had the same kind of body type and the same type of throwing style that Favre and uh, and Rogers had. I but he doesn't see any of that in Hundley. Hundley no. is a different type of quarterback. I disagree to some extent. I think he's there are similarities with Huntley and Rogers when he's out of the pocket. Mm. When he's when he's running the ball, he's actually more accurate. Yeah. Problem is, he can't stay in the pocket and fling it around. And Rogers might be the best in the game at hop skipping around. Yeah. The pocket and and keeping plays alive. So, I get it from that perspective, hundred percent. But um, when he when he rolls out, or there's bootleg plays, he um he is accurate and he's got a, he's got a decent arm. So I I I agree and I disagree with. I'm just well, gonna call him fine. Tim. I'm just gonna call him Tim. <laughs> with Tim, but no, good it's observation. Packaging. Uh, and also bad news for the well, further bad news for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Just not uh, not as well as a 
as well as a home loss, I'm trying to say. Yep. Uh, is that Brian Balaga suffered a torn ACL in his right knee during the game, so that is him done us for the season. Yeah, he's um, he's always injured as well. He's another guy. He is. Um, and I'm surprised his career's gone on this long. He slipped in the draft because there was injury concerns long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might, to be honest, we might see the end of him. Ooh. It's a shame he's not not a completely untalented O lineman. No, he's, he's a solid. He's a solid right tackle. Mm. So yeah, it's uh, it's a big loss for the Packers. And with that, we have just rattled through all the games. Game. There we They're go. My record time since we started doing uh, this season. Yeah, from it's a rec- not- from a recording standpoint, <laughs> there's been some IT issues, hasn't there? There's always IT yeah. issues. Um, let's have a break then. And mm-hmm. Let's come back and let's do. Well, we're going to do the half season awards, and we'll also do the picks for week ten. Okay. Is there a challenger? There's always a challenge. Oh god. Okay. All right. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This is the Week Nine recap show, and we've just recapped all the Week Nine games. So it's time, King, to look at your uh, your scores against which was Denver. Dave was the challenger last week. Oh, we're going straight in with the picks. I thought, yeah. Was, okay. I just want to talk about the recap for mm-hmm. you know. We'll do the picks for week 10 after our awards. Okay. okay. But right now, I want to talk to you about the uh, the games last week. Mm-hmm. So, there were 13 games. Mm-hmm. How do you reckon you did? I have no idea, mate. I can't no, remember right. how I picked. <laughs> well, you ended up with seven points. Seven wins out of 13 oh, games. It's over 500, but it's not so great. It is over 500. You're right. I'm sensing a butt I lost. Dave. Denver Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave, yeah. Eight. Oh, Dave's pit me. <laughs> Oh, two and three I've lost. Yeah, yeah. The the swing games. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, against you were the Falcons that you picked. Yeah, he picked the Panthers, mm-hmm. and you picked the Forty ers He picked the Cards. Okay. So those were the two really that uh, that swung it. You picked the Jags. He picked the Bengals. So that's why there's a one point difference. Yeah. The um. He did say chin up, and also to remind you that he hasn't been watching the NFL for a long time. So. Yeah. No thanks. Those are his words, not mine. Thanks. No, congratulations, though. <laughs> congratulations. He's also wondering if he gets the crown now, as you've been officially dethroned. No, but you do owe me a tenner for Lennon win. What? Am I not allowed to say that on the podcast? There's been no, there's no money thing going on. Okay, here. what are you doing? I don't know. Are you trying to disguise your? Who loss picks with... the Niners? Who picks the Niners <laughs> unless the there's Niners. a wager been made? <laughs> Rid of me that, Jim. Rid of me that. Are uh, you saying that we colluded to make him win? I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm saying. It sounds that. like you're saying that. I am saying That's it. Weird. No, I'm, I, I don't. I disagree. But um, <laughs> no, congratulations, Dave. Okay, excellent. That's um, <laughs> yeah, good for him. Okay, so now we've talked about that, and mm-hmm. you've got some uh, revenge stuff to work out mm-hmm. on that one. Again, it's your second loss now. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about some uh, half season awards then, King. Yeah, it is officially the halfway point in the season. Okay. And so I think it's only right that we reward and award some of the players that have just been particularly great. Okay, so we're not doing like the projected MVPs and all that stuff? No, no, this isn't for the whole season. This is for the games we have seen. Okay. Not the games we are to see. Okay. Only what we've seen this season. Not last season or the season before. Oh, that might change my receiver then. Okay. Ooh, okay, right. I'm talking about... The nine weeks of games that we've had this season. Okay. okay. So if you had a fresh pair of eyes, never seen the NFL before, who was the best in the, each position? Okay. Each position, fine. Well, not every position. Let's start with quarterback. 
because mm-hmm. that should be relatively easy. Yeah, Carson Wentz. No, it's, it's Deshaun Watson for me. Carson Wentz, though. Deshaun Watson, but though, Carson seriously. Wentz, no, but like, <laughs> on the real, though, like, it's Carson Wentz. Nah. Who Do has the best record in the league? What team? Is he consistently thrown over four touchdowns again? I'm not going to argue. Look, Is I'm he not- healthy? I'm not here to ah, 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 ah. I'm not here to argue okay about who's yep. got the best record in the league mm-hmm. or to argue that Carson Wentz is somehow not a great quarterback because that'd be ridiculous some I'm said, some would say the best there's A1 and AB oh my god I can't believe you actually <laughs> I can't believe you, you actually think this Watson's been fantastic Watson has been I think he has outshone even the predictions I think Carson Wentz was great last season as well mm-hmm um, he's got more weapons to throw out this season and he's fully taking advantage of it which is great to see mm-hmm. but for me just for me considering that we weren't sure about Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien wasn't sure about Deshaun Watson he didn't start the first half of the first game Yep. to come in and do what he's done mm-hmm. with all the pressure that's on him as a first round pick they moved up to get him he had the chip on his shoulder for not getting picked by a couple of other teams yep. before that and to to score the points he was doing to you know to run the Patriots close to do what he did against Seattle you know just the, the class of opponents that he was just throwing so many touchdowns against and until he goes down we're thinking that the Texans have got the AFC South sewn up in, yep. which is a strong division this year in terms of the Titans grinding out wins and the Jags looking dangerous yep you know I just think he was doing so much more well not so much more, but I I was more impressed with what he was doing down there. I think he's been fan- absolutely fantastic. At the start of this season, though, yeah. can I ask you a couple of questions? I need honest <laughs> answers. Go on. Receiver. Yeah. Would you rather have Alshon Jeffrey or DeAndre Hopkins at the start of the season? Who would you rather have out of those two? Maybe just DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, John- Alshon Jeffrey is very, very good receiver. Yeah, but st- like still you said... DeAndre Hopkins. Would you, <laughs> at the start of the season, bear in mind, mm. would you rather have Will Fuller mm. or Nelson Aguilar? Look, I know you're going to say, yeah, okay. At the start of the season, yeah. Who, who would you want? Will Fuller. Will Fuller, perfect. But Will Fuller at the same time wasn't there at the start of the season because he was suspended. No, I'm just saying, who would, who's got the more talented receivers? Okay. And you've you said Sean Watson is what you said there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Wentz has been... We can say equally impressive. I I would disagree with that and say he's been more impressive. To come in and do that. Carson Wentz understands the speed of the NFL now. Yeah. I didn't see one bad game for Deshaun Watson. I didn't see one. And so as a result, I'm I'm giving it to him. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. He's had a fantastic year. I just think Wentz has been the best well, player in the league. I knew you picked Wentz. Well, second I, best player. I preferred Watson. Okay. There we, there we go. Let's go on to running back then. Okay. Who are you going for as your running back du jour? Okay, for Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell? Mm-hmm. What? Really? Yeah. Been the best running back in the league. Well, I haven't picked Le'Veon Bell. I'm not a Steeler fan. Have you it, picked someone who was sport- suspended this week? What? Have you picked someone who's suspended this week? No. Who have you gone with? I went with the rushing leader, Kareem Hunt. Okay. Another rookie. Yeah. Who was just... I've been so impressed because not only is he as good a rusher as Jamal Charles yep. which is why no one's talking about Jamal Charles in Kansas mm-hmm. but also the amount of receiving yards he gets is insane yeah it's ridiculous he's got over 300 receiving yards and so he might not have as many touchdowns as someone like Ezekiel Elliott but he has been so helpful mm-hmm. in both the running and the passing game for the, the Chiefs 
I agree. And only, and really, it's only been the last couple of weeks he's gone under 100 yards combined mm-hmm. in the last couple of games, which is why he's not a stronger consideration for when you first think of running back. But first seven weeks of the season, he's always getting over 100 yards and one or two touchdowns. So, yeah, yeah I've been nothing but impressed with Cream Hunt coming straight away and do what he's done. I can't disagree with you there, to be fair. I think he's he's been fantastic. Whereas the only, the black mark on Bell was that it took him four weeks of basically his pre-season to get warmed up to to what he is now. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. so. It was a slower start. That's why I didn't pick Bell. Yeah, I, I just think he's I, I just think he's the most talented player on a team that's filled with talented players. Mm. And he, he carries that team. Well, I'm not, I like to hear you say that. Mm. <laughs> he's He's fantastic. And he has the best vision. I've seen yeah, the running back position in a very long time. Yeah, I'm talking about the first half of this season. I'm That's s- all I'm saying. I'm saying the same thing. <laughs> I'm saying the same thing. What was it? When he carried for over 20, had over 20 carries a game, you were unbeaten so yeah. far this year. Yeah. So he's super influential on that team. So he is. I think I think we both done quite well with our picks, that one. Yeah, I think, yeah, you can't really argue too bad. Yeah, it. I think I won the first one, but you... <laughs> that was a toss. We'll call that one a push. <laughs> he's so humble. <laughs> Okay, wide receiver. Uh, oh, so this is why I might change mine because you said it's for the first half of the season. Because he's yeah, going to he's going to have a calamitous second half of the season. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's fine. But because Savage just isn't going to find this is him. The first half of the season. Yeah. Whatever happens now is is non non gratis. Okay, but I'm also thinking Antonio Brown. Ooh, okay. He's been brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah. Who's helped? And this is why I think. We talked about Deshaun Watson being the second best quarterback so far for the first half of the season. Well, you Which did. we agreed on. <laughs> we um, absolutely didn't. So I think that Hopkins maybe has a negative there because he's playing with such a, a talented player. Whereas <laughs> Roethlisberger's had real struggles uh, at the start of the year, uh, was playing badly, mm. and frankly was being rescued by... <laughs> by Antonio Brown, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna go back to back Steelers, which is ridiculous because I like winding you up. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Brown. This is the weirdest, weirdest way to wind me up is by pick, keep picking Steelers as your yeah. team of the year, yeah. team of the half year. Yeah, I just think you're individually you're talented. I just don't think the team's gonna go anywhere. Oh, did that wind you up? Wow, did that wind you up? No, I'm joking. No, you know what? <laughs> I know you don't mean it, so. <laughs> Screw it, I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. I think it's more of a red zone for it. DeAndre Hopkins. He has been immense, hasn't he? That's been brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's amazing when you have a decent quarterback and you throw to a really talented wide receiver. What happens, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know Hopkins, why the Texans didn't think of that the Hopkins last two years. does seem to get it done even with Dross thrown at him. Oh, yeah, good touchdown again this week. from and... Yeah, through, good touchdown through. It's a shame it was too late, really. To... Yeah. Who's yours? Well, <laughs> I've actually gone back-to-back Chiefs. Okay. I've got my speed merch in Tyreek Hill. Oh my god. I've just loved watching him. He's so dangerous. Yep. As consistent as Kareem Hunt is, there's no one more dangerous when you up than Tyreek Hill. There's only I think there's two people in the league, one of them's not playing at the moment because he's injured, but there's only two people in the league that can absolutely make something from from nothing. Yeah. And that's Odell Beckham Jr. Yep. And that's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And seeing as though Odell couldn't be considered for this Absolutely. conversation, yep. it's Tyreek. They they have to scheme against him. He can pick it up five yards in the backfield mm-hmm. and still take it 40-odd yards. We saw what he did just last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just for the sheer scariness, if you line up against him, you always have to double-team him. Or I don't know how you stop him, really. No, well, you, you, I don't think you can. No. 
But which the, is what the, so the, the Cowboys, Cowboys were giving him the under and just hoping he wouldn't wouldn't torture him. They yeah. kind of press him, but that didn't yeah. work. No, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that either. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm picking Chiefs and you're picking Steelers at the moment. Mm-hmm. So let's try tight end then. So are you going for tight end? I'm going for a Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that going to be Travis Kelsey? I'm going to go for Travis Kelsey. He's been. I, I know you're going to say someone else because you want to be controversial, but he has been. <laughs> he has been far and away the best tight end in the league so far this season. I think yes. we can all agree that. Yeah. Um, you know, and and actually, I think he has the best dance moves for a tight end as well. The size of the guy, yeah. Mm. Um, I I w- I do want to pick Travis Kelsey, but I can't pick three Chiefs in a row. I think you should. Um, He's obviously the, been the best I'll, fight in so I'll take a knee on this one. <laughs> um, okay. But I would like to throw Zach Ertz into the, uh, into the tight end pool. Ertz has been one. brilliant. He's been so... It's very close second, I think, as far as I'm concerned. He's scored so many touchdowns. Yeah, I, I think that... I think Kelsey, for the same reason you talked about Hill, he has to be game plan for. Yeah. Other teams are frightened by him. That You know he's going to get the ball and frankly, the they, they can't threat, stop him. So I think that Ertz has been brilliant, but I think Kelsey's just... He's just more of a... He's just—he's more of a frightening proposition, frankly, than Ertz mm. is. But he's such a mismatch, isn't he? Just like Gronk. Mm. Yeah, he's been good, but compared to Gronk that we know, uh, has has not had his best season. No. When he does have his best season, then there's no one close to Gronk. Oh, it's so. ridiculous how he's frightening that guy. Let's move on to the defense thing. Oh, I, f- I forgot about wide receiver. I was going to mention. Go on then. Brandon Cooks, I think, has been brilliant for. We just maybe think of it <laughs> thinking of New England. Right. He's up there with with yards, um, with the yards uh, total yards for the season. Um, he's been a bit of a burner. We, mm-hmm. I think, we we never really expect Tom Brady to throw it deep that often no. since Randy Moss has gone, and no. and it's just shown he does still have that in the locker. And Cooks has been an absolute burner. But there you go. I like putting on those uh, honourable mentions. Mm-hmm. So let's go to defensive linemen then, shall we? Mm-hmm. Who are you picking? Calais Campbell. Oh, no. From the Jags. Calais Campbell. I was going to go with the Charger. Pickups. I was going to go with Joey Bosa because I think yeah. he's been brilliant. But I, uh, Calais Campbell leads the league in sacks with 11 sacks. But yeah. also it's the le- the leadership he's brought into that yeah. to that locker room as well. He's completely changed that franchise from a defensive standpoint. They always flashed and had some, some great plays because they're hugely talented. Mm-hmm. All those sort of high draft picks they invested. Maybe Jackson from that. Yeah, absolutely. But having him come in, that the leadership, the having playoff runs, um, it, it, it's just been priceless for that team, and that's mm. why they they're they're winning games. I think. Yeah. The okay. If I killed I you there, pick that first. Did you not think I would? <laughs> the the one I'd like to throw in there is David Irving. Okay. Okay, he missed a couple of games at the start of the season. Yeah, forfeit. Four. But forfeit, the... <laughs> forfeit. Then how can he be the best lineman? <laughs> because in four games he's got six sacks. I don't care. He's that pressure. You you talked about the pressure that the the Cowboys are getting. Mm-hmm. He's the pressure. And Lawrence. Yeah, but Irving. Yeah, but Lawrence. Seriously. I think Lawrence is like top three in the league. In yeah, I know, but only because Irving was out four games. No. <laughs> yeah, I'd... give it the end of the season. Yeah, I think Irving's been good. I will say. Very Bose has been fantastic. The no, other... Let's not talking about Chargers now. We're talking about the best players. Bose has been great. <laughs> Everson Griffin as well is another guy who I think yeah, deserves a shout yeah. out. It's been an embarrassment of riches. Mm-hmm. Linebacker. I've got to say Luke Keekling. Damn it! 
<laughs> Why do you keep picking the player I'm picking? Luke Keekley, you can see the difference with their defence from, yeah. from when he's in and when he's out, and, and yeah. that's that's purely the reason. No no one's putting points up against against that Panthers team. No. And the, the reason for that is their quarterback's back, frankly. The quarterback of their defence mm-hmm. calls the plays out, audibles. And he's uh, he also has twenty more. Well, I think it's nineteen. If for, if you want the the true reflection, but he has nineteen <laughs> more tackles than anyone else on that team. Yeah, there's only one reason why the the Panthers are that good on defense. Yep, and that'd be Luke Kiko right in the middle. Yeah, that'd be Clark Kent. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe Anthony Barr or Kiko Alonso, but um, you're yeah. trying to wind me up. <laughs> they both had late hits. I know, I know what you're doing. I I actually think Anthony Barr's had a terrific season. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't. I, I'm not even going to try and argue Luke Keekley because that's who I picked as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure we haven't picked the same safety though. You're not going to go with someone like Miles Jack or Telvin Smith, who've been on one of the most surprising and and actually no man, most frightening defenses so no, far this year. You said that Claire Campbell was the real difference there, and I think he is. Mm-hmm. Telvin Smith and Miles Jack were great last season as well. They were. This season, this first half of the season, the real difference maker. Claire's Campbell on the line. Mm-hmm. Luke Keekley in the middle. Yep. Safety, though. Who are you going? I'm going to go with uh, Micah Hyde. I thought you might. From the Bills. Yes. Well, from the Packers to the Bills. Yep. And He's... a great season. I mean, yeah looking at a team that really have turned themselves around on yep. on defense. Yeah, and he's he's just um, he just seems to be around the ball constantly. The the other person I did strongly consider, or there's two actually. <laughs> Don't start picking my players. <laughs> no, there's two that I'm, I'm screw. It, I'm going to screw you over. There's two that I uh, I would strongly consider. One was hampered by injury. I think Malik Hooker had a fantastic start to the season Ooh, and yeah. would be within the debate. Yeah. Um. The other one is the other rookie, Jamal Adams. Who He's, I picked. You picked. Crack on then. I you do Jamal your little Adams. spiel then. Well, I'm not going to say too much. Just that again, for a rookie, mm-hmm. he has come in and he has helped transform that Jets defence into yep. actually a good unit yep um, he's always around the ball he's always getting pressure yep strange because um, he's not always on the back end you keep hearing no. his name with sacks and yeah. tackles for a loss and stuff he he's down, just he everywhere pressure strong safety but he's also covering yep he's just everywhere and he he's infectious and he does nothing wrong no no he's, he's been brilliant he's been absolute breath of fresh air for that Jets team mm-hmm. so for yeah, sure. I've been nothing but impressed with Jamal Adams um, they were got a steal there with the sixth pick. Yeah, just fell to him. He did. Just fell to him. I didn't think he'd be there. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to keep watching that guy for a long time, and I wish him a lot of success. For sure. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Good pick. <laughs> I like that pick. Cornerback. This should be quick. Pretty quick, I think. Cornerback. Why well, should it be pretty quick? Well, because there's one that's been really stand out. Go. You go first, then. It's another rookie. It's Marshall Lattimore. It just is. That was who it just I was is thinking. Marshall Lattimore. He's, if you look at stats, he's points ahead of any other uh, cornerback. Mm-hmm. No one's targeting him. He's covering legit number one wide receivers. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Mike Evans got so frustrated. He got ejected. Well, he should have got ejected from the game last weekend. Yep. It's because he won't allow anything to go past him. And, and it's another defense that was a joke. An absolute joke, even last season. Yep. And he's been brought in. It's completely transformed that defense. He it's, has. It's allowing now the the offense to put the points up and not have to be like, like a shootout every week for the for the Saints. 
Yeah, and I think stopping every offense. Yep, he's been brilliant. He's been absolutely brilliant. I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey for the same reason, frankly. <laughs> I think he's been fantastic. He was a top five cornerback last season. We knew that mm-hmm. even from his rookie year. But coming into his second year, there's been no complacency. There's no sophomore slump. No. And uh, and he also got in a scrap this weekend. Yeah. Because, because he turned around good. to AJ Green. Stopped him catching the ball and called him soft throughout the game is, is what the quote was. <laughs> soft so and weak. He's he's absolutely brilliant. And I don't mind you drawing if you're if you're a really good player. Same I didn't mind you. All good cornerbacks. Sherman Jordan. Sanders, isn't it? You mm. know, he started it all. Yeah. You have to and, draw uh, the wide receiver. Where did Deion Sanders go to college? Was that Florida State? Yeah, whatever. Florida State. Same <laughs> as Ramsey. Same as Ramsey, eh? Uh, yeah, he's been brilliant. He's been absolutely yeah. brilliant. So, so Marshall um, has just been just a little bit more this season. I'd I'd say I'd give him. Frankly, I think they've both been equal play wise. He's got um, more work to cut. But I'd give him. I'd AJ give him the nod. Side for Ramsey. I was about to say I'd give him the oh. nod from your perspective. <laughs> I think you've uh, you've chosen well there because he's been he's completely changed that defense. Yeah. Whereas I think that Ramsey was a standout in a good defense. Whereas we talked about Campbell being the the real catalyst mm-hmm. for the success they've had so far this season. But yeah. I think Lattimore is absolutely that. I mean, the Saints are now on top 10 defence in points allowed per game. Yeah, it's pretty Didn't impressive. Have said that? Yeah, well, he's elevated, the, five years? he's elevated the game with the likes of sort of Kenny Vaccaro and stuff seems to, is, mm-hmm. is sort of showing on tape as well. And I think that he's a first-rounder from Texas, so he, he clearly had the talent, but unfortunately he's, he clearly wasn't, I don't think, that, that leader, that, that dog that's going to make everyone else around them better so it's um it's good to see that Lattimore's done that but putting that that into the quarterback's head then makes him hold the ball longer then gives your line a chance to get to him yeah 100% so you look at you look when there's really really good cornerbacks Revis mm-hmm. when he was on top form Sherman for a 2-3 year period I know yep. he's still great now but he was unbelievable for a couple of seasons yeah um P- Peterson as well when he first came into the league mm-hmm. it literally takes away half half the, half the field yeah. half the field um, you know, Sherman. It was actually half the field because he only ever played on the right. Yeah, he never but moved. Yeah, it's um. But you know, the, these real elite guys when they come in, it, it completely changes the playbook that's available to to these guys, and it's it's it makes such a difference. And Latimer's done that for a, for what was a Swiss cheese, a wholly old defense back end last. <laughs> frankly, for the last few seasons. Yeah. 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 I want to mention some names, but I don't want to talk about one of the guys. So. Okay. Since they had a good defense. Mm. Well, I picked four rookies in my uh, my eight picks. Yeah, it's been pretty impressive. Great. Yeah, <laughs> it's been pretty impressive this year. To be to be honest with you. Yeah. So I think even at tight end, the the two uh, the two other guys that were next down that I was thinking of was Ingram over the last couple of weeks as they've actually started throwing in the ball since mm-hmm. Beckham's injury. Um, but Njoku uh, Njoku for the Browns has been the one standout offensive offensively. Yeah. Um, he's been brilliant. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been there have been a, some solid solid uh, tight ends in the game yeah. but uh, yeah you're right in terms of the standout mm-hmm. it's been a, been a pleasure to watch has been has been so there we go it's been uh, relatively uh, knuckle free in terms of our uh, our sparring on that one yeah yeah it's difficult isn't it because there are so many good players but yeah there are there's a few more I'm just now thinking of rookies Kamara's been great for the Saints as well yeah. another Saint well, to shout Fournette out was close for me at, at running back yeah it's just because of his suspension this last mm-hmm. week that oh, so stupid very stupid it? another receiver as well to give the Saints Saints some love because they've been brilliant this year uh, is Thomas. Um, Thomas yeah second year player from Ohio yeah it's just giving Drew Brees an extra year isn't it by the feel of it yeah it, yeah absolutely absolutely no it's been good 
Yes. Last thing we've got to do, mm-hmm. unless you want to talk any more about... No, I'm <laughs> good. I'm good, yeah. Is we need to do our picks for week 10. Okay. And when I say our picks, I mean it's your picks against someone else. Who who stepped up to... Make, poss- I'm, I'm not, I've lost my confidence. Possibly beat me this week. <laughs> You're shook. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go by the name of Seattle Oakford. We have a lady. Seattle Oakford. That's right. Okay. <laughs> it's all code. These names are outrageous. Guess who she what, supports. What did you come up with? I reckon... <laughs> um, Seattle, I think. You, you're right. Well done. Mm. So, there are 14 games for you to pick, King. Okay. I want to see how you do. I'm, I'm, under, got, some real, I'm under some real pressure. Now, again, I'm only going to say if she's picked differently to you. Okay? okay. So, if I don't say anything, you've got the same pick. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to start on Thursday night. Yeah. Where the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. are going to the Arizona Cardinals. Seahawks. She's gone for the cards. Another another fan who's picked against their home team. All right, okay. Thoughts? <laughs> oh, I, I think that I think the Seahawks are going to win. <laughs> I just think her reasoning. So... Her reasoning was it is divisional. Yeah, and she reckons that the Seattle Seahawks do struggle against the cards away. So I don't disagree with that, um, but I think the the real issue is. Well, it's Stanton and you've got to stop Peterson rushing for over 150 yards and the likelihood is you're going to win the game mm. and I think with Richardson with Bennett if he's in with yeah if he's in but with Bennett you know with all these other guys they've got up front I think they've um, they've got the line plus Bobby Wagner's Bobby been brilliant he, he was second on my list from a linebacking standpoint so mm-hmm. um, I think they've got the talent to stifle Peterson enough to okay. to, to win I think I don't know <laughs> Hope, oh yeah, I'd... a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to a NFC North divisional matchup. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers. Okay, are going to the Chicago Bears. Oh, what a horrific oh. game! Yeah, two great quarterbacks there. Oh, I'm going to go with the Bears. Yeah, yeah. I think they've got more playmakers on defense, and I trust Trubisky the same amount I trust Brett Huntley. <laughs> Do you? Okay. Yeah, which is not very much. No. Uh, let's go on then to the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. fresh off a bye. At Detroit Lions. Lions? Yeah. Did you know the Browns haven't defeated Detroit on the road since 1983? No. I know now. You know now. Another AFC North team. Mm Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers. At the Indianapolis Colts. Steelers. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, take nothing for granted the LA Chargers yeah at Jacksonville Jaguars Jaguars oh that's a game that's a game I'm going to go with the Jaguars though okay did you know that Jacksonville's last victory against the Chargers came in 2007 oh why am I picking them then that was the last time the Jags made the playoffs well because the Jags have completely turned around this season yeah they have but oh they haven't had a good running game no we tend to do really badly against teams who have good running backs, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Jags. You're gonna stick with the Jags. Yeah. Okay. Next up, is that the same? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Controversial. Not picking my team or their <laughs> team. Yeah, she did notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans Saints. Yep. At your Buffalo Bills. Saints at Bills. Bills let you down last week. Yeah, but and it's also but it's, the Bills have got like. 
genuinely have got an advantage because it's so cold up there. It is. It's not a dome. No. Like Orchard Park. No. I'm going to go with the Saints. <laughs> what was that talking about then? I don't know. I just thought about it for a second and I realised <laughs> I like the Saints. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Still, uh, still picking the same then. New York Jets. Okay. At. Ooh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. It's a slip up. (laughs) I'm going to go with the Jets. 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 I'm going to go with the Jets. Mike Evans suspended, right? Yes. Yeah, Jetson. Okay. Minnesota Vikings. Is that the same? Yeah. Okay. At. So Vikings at. Yep. Washington. Oh, great game. That should be a great game. Should be. Oh, that's really tough. That's really tough to pick. <laughs> at Washington. At Washington. At Washington. Oh, I'm going to go Washington then if they're at home. Okay. That's a, that's an absolute toss-up. I have no idea. Oakford's gone for the Vikings. Okay. I think that's a strong choice. I'm I'm not mad at that choice. No. I just... Uh, yeah, that could go either way. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. At Tennessee Titans. Titans. Yeah, won three in a row. Mm-hmm. And at home, so solid pick. Yep. Houston Texans. Yep. This could have been a great game at LA Rams. Oh, can you it... imagine if Deshaun Watson was playing that? I'm going to go with the Rams. <laughs> Are you really on this one? Tom Savage against Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm going for Jared Goff. I'm going for Goffy. This season, I ain't mad at that pick. No. Uh, another Sunday evening game. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys at Falcons. Cowboys? <laughs> Cowboys. It's it. They're both playing dome, so there's not. They do. Uh, yeah, and Cowboys have got fans everywhere, so I don't think it's been that much of a home field advantage. No. Is it that far, really, from Dallas to Atlanta? Mm-mm, don't really know, mate. Uh, Texas to Georgia, Southern. They're both, yeah. Yeah, there's there's worse there's I worse guess it's, there's I worse guess it's further than the, the whole length of our country. But, yeah, um, yeah, there's worse drives they have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, New York Giants. Oh, this is the the real game of the week. Okay, New York Giants at Forty ers Oh, that's horrific. Again, if no one watches it, does it happen? Giants. <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> Giants. Seattle Oakford's gone for the 49ers, so we've got another. How hard was that for her to pick that game as a, as a Seattle fan? Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Another split pick. That's what I like to see, King. I like to see differences. Yep. This one probably won't, though. Sunday night, New England Patriots mm-hmm. at Denver Broncos. Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> it took you over half a second to say that. Patriots, yeah. What's going on? Patriots on that one. Okay. And Monday night. Yep. Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. At Carolina Panthers. Panthers. And we've got another split pick. Oh, okay. Because Seattle Oakford's gone for the Dolphins. Seattle Oakford. I don't know what she's done. Such that, a but... terrible name. <laughs> Stop putting there were, there places in front of Oakford. Oakford's that, a nice name, but Oakford. Seattle Oakford, Oakford together just, I don't think it works. It's about brand recognition. I need to hammer that home. Okay. <laughs> so 
So there we go. It's fourteen games, and you've picked them all. I have, and there's a few differences. So that's that's yes. Nice. We need there to be differences because otherwise we'll just turn into a love fest like you and Pidge again. You and Punk again. Yeah, whatever. Either <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, would you? Yeah. yeah, I like that though. I like that we had the same thing. And the annoying oh, thing was punk. the annoying thing was because there was only one difference, and yeah. I got it wrong. Yeah, I lost. <laughs> I don't want to change my pick, but you'd already told me it. Oh, I know. So that would have been funny. Oh, I didn't tell you, actually, but um, I did actually retract because uh, Denver Dave got onto me after the pod mm-hmm. and actually asked to change his pick to the uh, from the Dolphins. I allowed it because it was before the game and he didn't know about Ajayi going, so... Right, okay. But I did allow him to change his pick over. That's the pick that you called him an idiot for. Right. So he right. listened to the podcast... Heard me bash him. <laughs> no, no. He said that he, because a joy had moved. Okay. He wanted to change his pick. Right. So when Just I, that one. So when I wanted to change mine, which would have meant I drew with Punk. Yeah. And you said no, because you've heard the pick. Well, that's different, because you're the king. That's outrageous. <laughs> I can smell collusion, frankly. <laughs> that's outrageous. Well, no. Be- well done, Dave, yeah. for that. Yeah, you did really well. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome for that pick. You're not at all sour on this one. This is outrageous. <laughs> this is outrageous. <laughs> oh, can't help but feel a little Let's bit hard. Let's get out of here, King. Let's get out of here. Thanks everyone for for listening and stopping by and um, cheating. If you if you want to challenge the King next week, then by all means, let me know. Yep, and, you can uh, obviously send your picks in at yeah. any point. Apparently, oh, yeah, any point. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, We're, you're allowed <laughs> after the game, before the game, <laughs> whenever. Um, just as long as it's different and it beats the king then uh, let us know on twitter at jim and the king um, make sure you're checking out the blogs mm-hmm. they're still up there yeah for sure jim and the king dot com um, where we post all of our, our episodes as well uh, but that's it thank you very much thank you very much king no problem and to dave and to oakford until next week I've been jim that's been the king and thank you so much for listening 